When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Coach Steve Show. If this is your first time visiting, welcome to my channel and my podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe to the channel. Share it out, thumbs up, review, all that good stuff. If you're listening to the podcast version on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to your podcast, please subscribe if you can to it. Please give it a review. Please share it out. Please let me know what I can improve on, anything like that, constructive criticism, nothing too negative now. But if you're on there, please like, subscribe, leave a star review, subscribe, like it, all that stuff. Please and do that. Thank you so much. I appreciate to everybody that has listened or watched or have been on the podcast. I, I cannot thank you guys enough. I say it all the time, and I mean it. Hopefully, we've got some great stuff coming on. Uh, some stuff's in the works, but please check out everything else that's on the podcast on the YouTube channel. Today, we're going to continue my stupid, simple way of running certain plays in the quote-unquote spread offense, the simple spread offense, stupid, simple offense, any way I can give back to the new generation of coaches. If, uh, if an older coach with some experience gets something out of this, that's great, but I want to give back to a new generation of coaches. So today we're going to continue, and today we're going to talk about the power read play. The power read, of course, is based off of your power run game. This is a great play if you have a running quarterback. This is a great play if, you know, you, you to maybe some of you younger coaches, when you watch wing T coaches, or not necessarily them, but for me when I used to look at wing T stuff or listen to wing T coaches talk, when they run power, they have this great if-then um, philosophy so if a defense is doing this then we're going to do this you watch Paul Johnson's of the world you watch everything else even air raid like they have this if then philosophy so with power if you're running power that's one of your main staples if it isn't but it's probably probably is if you run power it's probably one of your main things if if they're doing things take power away from you so if they're diving their end in if they're blitzing a back or something they're trying to clog everything up now, you, now, if they do that, well, then you have to get to the outside. So when you would listen to wing T coaches, um, and I'll get to this type of run play later, 
a lot in my world when I would listen to coaches talk or see it happen, if they run power or when they run power and if the end's crashing in, they're blitzing that backer, if they do that, then they would run to the outside and they would probably run a buck sweep or something like that. Buck sweep is where they would pull two guards and try to wrap one wrap up and one get to the outside and they get to the outside. Spread has kind of developed that into the pin and pull, which I, I will talk about later on. But so if they do this on power, you get to the outside. So for me being simple, stupid, I only want to have about three to five, five tops run games. And if you go in one school, I was at, we only had like three, but we had variations off of them. So we went into a game with three, but we had different tags to get us to that five. We had something off of inside zone and we had something off of power. So power, if they keep crashing in down, because power is not really meant to hit outside. Some people think it's supposed to be this long play to the C or even the D gap. It really isn't in my world and some other teams I've been on. It's not that way. So if they crash the end, if they blitz the backer, how do you get to the outside? Well, if you don't want to add more plays, like let's say you're inside zone power, trap inside zone power. Um, I don't know if that's it. That's all you have. That's all you can do. Or you're like, well, yeah, I want to do inside zone. I want to do power. I want to do trap. I want to do duo. Well, how do you get to the outside? So power read is a perfect way if you're in the situation with a running quarterback, a good running back to bring the threat. You want to start motioning. This is the perfect way if they start crashing inside to get to the outside. Okay, so okay, we're going to start this in our two-by-two two set. So this is your doubles. This is your spread right. This is your ace, however you want to call it. We're in our 10 personnel and our spread. Now we've shown before how you run power. Now some people run power without a tight end or an H-back or a fullback. In my world, I feel like you cannot really run power unless you have a true kick out and a true wraparound. So you need that tight end on the line of scrimmage. You need a sniffer, you know, in between the right guard or the left, or the guard and the tackle, and or you need a running back in the backfield to to J block and kick out. In my world, that's kind of me and where I've been a part of. So now when you go in this 10 personnel, I truly don't think you can run power. Now, again, this is me. This is not me being right. This is not being whatever. Coaches can sit and say, if you kick out the, the tackle, wrap around, it's still power. And you're right. But in my world, I don't want to do it without that. Yes, it does give away. You kind of give away tendencies if you line up in certain formations. So again, if you feel like you're giving up tendencies and power, or if you still want to get to the outside, power read is perfect. Now, what's great about it is, if to keep the blocking blocking scheme and the rules simple for your offensive lineman. So for me, when we ran power, if we're going to the right, so we're going power right, you know, right tackle was gap down backer. In my world, the right guard is um, head up to gap down backer. The reason why I say head up is because if you get a really good three technique, a really good two technique, you may have to call a double team with the right tackle. And I don't want them to cross our face or anything like that. Center is head up to the first threat to, away from the run play on the line of scrimmage. Then left guard would pull, looking for A gap, B gap to immediately hit up there and find the first threat. We don't want to hit the guy on the line of scrimmage. We want to get up to the field to the backer. The left tackle would step and hinge to protect that gap. So in power read, it's exactly the same. So right now, if we've got a five technique, um, I'm going to switch this. We get a five technique, a three technique, a one technique, and a five technique. And you call so how so for some younger coaches, how you would call this in a spread if you're 
you know, no, uh, no huddle, you could have certain names for it. If you're going by the number system I've talked about before. Um, so let's say, um, thirties were your power. So when you came up and you wanted to go to the right, you have a certain name. If you did want to do a number, you were going so fast, you would say 30, 32, 34, that was going to the right, 33 and so on was going to the left. Now, if you want it to be power read, you've got two different options. I know some that say, okay, 30, 32, 34 is power, power right. 36 is power read because it's going, We it could hit out there if you hand the ball off to the running back instead of keeping it. So I've known it that way. I've also known where, okay, 30s was the power. Now 20s is power read or vice versa. So 20s, what do you mean by that, Coach Steve? Well, if you call 23, it's power read left. If you call 26, uh, it's power read right. Anything like that, you could have different names. Do whatever you want. A tag, when you're signaling in, it's real easy. You could call, you know, power read. You could go power read, like opening a book, however you want. And then communicating it is, it's pretty simple. That's not the hard part. Just making sure your assistant coaches can remember it and your players can remember it. So blocking rules for the lineman for me and power read is exactly the same as power. So right tackles gap down backer. Nobody's in the gap. Nobody's down. So he's going to opposite backer. That's very important. I tell them if we drew a straight line, if you'll let me do it, I'll just do it this way. If you drew a straight line down the middle of the center, I tell them to aim for that middle part because we're trying to go where they might be. We don't really want to chase too much. Um, but it's important to tell them you're aiming for that backer or that way for that backer. Right guard is head up, gap down backer. There's a guy down. So he's getting him. Center is head up to away. So he's got to open up to get to that three technique. Left guard skip pulling. Probably going to hit A gap, B gap here for that. Left tackle is stepping and hinging. That's all the same. So now you're doing power reads. So now we are going to read this defensive end. Okay. Running back. You can have them line up however you want. You can have them line up even with the quarterback. You can line run have your running back line up offset like you normally do. Just changes the footwork a little bit. So this way, this first way, running back is going to mesh with the quarterback. He's going to get right in front of him, and he might get the ball. Your Y out here is going to go block first threat. Your Z is going to block first threat because we're in our two-by-two. Quarterback is going to read this defensive end. If he comes crashing inside, or when he comes up the field, he's crashing inside. There's two ways to define crashing inside. He's coming up to tackle both of them, or he's going inside like they've been doing to stop power. They see the down-down, and he's going to crash inside. Hand off to the running back, and he's going to follow the Y and the Z blocking. If that end, you know, wants to sit there, he comes flying up here. Quarterback can keep it now and run behind the guard for the power. So now, if they keep crashing inside, crashing inside, you give them the same look. There's a reason why they're crashing inside. If they keep crashing inside, in my opinion, now all of a sudden you start running something to go to the outside, that's where they're going to go. Defensive ends are taught. If they see down, 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 or the guy in front of them is going down, he's going to bite the belt and go down with him, which is what's causing this. So now you're like, well, how do I get to the outside without adding a whole new scheme if you don't want to? You may already have it in probably. And I know maybe some coaches are experienced going, well, why don't you have like a wide zone put in? Why don't you have this put in? 
Well, if you're a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, maybe you're a very young team and you're like, well, I don't want to change or add more and I don't really want to tweak more. If I'm going to tweak anything, maybe I tweak inside zone to have a guy arc release. Maybe I have, you know, maybe I just do pin and pull or something. I don't know. But if that's what you're going in with and you don't want to add more, power, everything stayed the same for the front five. They're smart enough for a lot of things, but if you if they're pretty young up front or anything, you keep it that way. Now you can get to the outside and you still have the threat to run up the middle. And then, you know, pre-snap, if you're going to have that play side block, have some type of RPO. So pre-snap, if you've got hitches, let's just say it's all hitches, there's your pre-snap. So if he thinks he can throw it in there, don't even mesh with him, turn and throw. You could have it be two slants. You could have it be the smash. You could have it be the corner concept, which I get to passing at some point. I'm doing a lot of runs right now. Do whatever to open it up. So now you could throw it. If he doesn't like it at all, then he's just reading the end and that's it. Then you can tag something later on. If you're seeing this uh, outside uh, backer, this outside safety or whatever, doing something or whatever. But this is a good way if you've got a running quarterback, they're crashing inside, don't want to add anything for your line to keep it stupid simple. This is a good way to get to the outside um, to really play games with the backer and especially a defensive end that's probably the one that's causing the problems. Okay, so we're going to do power read a different way now. So now we just talked about where it's just running back and quarterback. Now there's another way we can add an extra blocker. You want to start playing games with them and give don't let them – tee off on anything so i'm going to keep the front the same the five tech three tech one tech five tech but now i'm going to switch the running back over to the right side we're going to call power read right still last one was power read right we're going to continue that going power read right well now you have to call it something different so if your last play was 24 well now you have to figure out how you're going to call this because now we're going to motion our h back so we're still in our two by two we are now going to motion our H-back. So whatever you call this, you call this quick motion, you call it joker motion, you call it whatever you want. Um, give it a different number. If the first one was 24, well, now you want to call 124. If you want to call 224, you want to call whatever it is. You want to say, when you're single in, you say, hey, if you're calling power read right, so I don't know what it would be for you if you call you know, power read H or something, now we know that he's going to move. However you want to do it. Um, I've seen it different ways. Those are just different ideas. So now the offensive line does exactly the same thing. Nothing changes for them. Makes it easy. So now what's going to happen is you're going to motion your H back. The Coach Steve Show is sponsored by the Launchpad Kickoff Team. If you're a football coach out there, high school, college, NFL, doesn't matter, and you're looking for that edge for your special teams, for your kicker, for the kickoff, onsides, you guys need to go to launchpadkickofftee.com. If you have a younger guy trying to develop the kicker, you want the ball to get to the end zone, you need to go to Launchpad Kickoff Tee. This tee gives a coach a strategic options for squib kicks, onsides, everything. It is proven that your kicker will kick off farther. It is legal for NCAA, for high school, okay? The Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a game changer. So if you go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS to use the code CSS, you can get a Launchpad Kickoff Tee for 10% off. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. You can use the code CSS for the Coach Steve Show. 
to get 10% off. Also, there's a bundle. You can get one for 10% off. You can go to two and get more percent off. Or there's an option to buy four. If you click the option to buy the four kickoff tees, if you like it so much, when you use the code CSS, you'll get the fourth one free. So instead of paying full price for all four, you'll get three. So go to launchpadkickoffteek.com slash CSS. Use the code CSS. Get 10% off. Buy four to get the fourth one free. This is a game changer, guys. It does more than just hold your balls. Go get the Launchpad Kickoff tee today to give your kicker an edge for next season. As you guys know, the Coach Steve Show is also brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Network. The Unhinged Sports Network is a 24-hour, seven days a week, non-stop playing uh, radio podcast about any sport that you guys can imagine. They have a proud partnership with Fanatics. So if you go to the link in the description, uh, go to Fanatics, use that link, and go get some gear to support the Coach Steve Show and to support the Unhinged Sports Network. They have deals all the way up to 70% off. They have deals for free shipping. And they have every single sports team you could think of. Your college team is going to be on there. Your professional team is going to be on there. They have good deals on jerseys, t-shirts, hats, socks, anything you want. So please use the link in the description to go to fanatics.com. Say big on your team's gear to help support the Un- support the Unhinged Sports Network and to support the Coach Steve Show. Now, it's important that he takes a good angle to get in front of the quarterback because the quarterback now, he's gonna, he, has to, he doesn't want to step too far back. He's going to have to keep it, squat down, shuffle real quick because when he's taking his steps, he's going to have to be able to plant his foot and get up the field because we're doing the exact same reads. So he's going to motion. Our Y is still going to block first threat. Our Z is still going to block first threat. Now you're running back. He's going to run to the inside here and pick up somebody because if these linebackers start scrape exchanging to get out there, if this end does come flying out for some reason, then we hand the ball for some reason because it's high school. Some quarterbacks are going to make the wrong read. You want to be prepared for that. So there's just another way if this backer maybe starts to beat him, beat our Y, or if we can get things blocked and this lineman can't get there, he get uh, running back can get there, or if we're doing our job, maybe he goes up to that safety and we get a touchdown. Who knows? So now we have the same thing. Quarterback reads that end. He goes flying out. He's going to keep it and run behind our guard for the power. If that end comes flying up, we'll hand it off to the H back, and he's following all the blockers. Pretty simple. You've changed nothing for your Y and your Z. You've changed nothing for the offensive line. The only thing that has changed, the quarterback still has the same read. He's doing the same mesh. The only thing that changed was the running back has to be play side to go up to block, and you're just motioning your H. That's it. The read didn't change. The blocking scheme didn't change. You can still have, and I'll get to RPO stuff later. There's plenty of power read RPOs, but you, you're asking what to do with this H back. You could have him run an outside vertical, because when you do this, this is still, to some people, they might switch their safeties over because there's a running back over here. When they motion the H-back, they might roll into a cover one or whatever the case might be, or cover three, cover one, whatever. You might be able to hit that. You might have them run a hitch. 
You could have them run a slant, whatever you want, and it's still having them do something. Or you can go have them block. I've seen where everybody just goes and blocks because coaches want the wide receivers to be blockers and there's just an extra rep for them. Whatever you want. But right now, your offensive line has the same blocking scheme. Everybody else does their exact same job except the H and the, the, the T or the running back are the only ones that switched. So we're still staying stupid simple and we're keeping everything the same looking up front. So um, another way you could do power, you don't have to do it out of 10 personnel. You could still go in 12 personnel or 11 personnel, excuse me, to do this. So if you're normally running power out of your pro set, so right now I have like our, like a pro left. Um, our X is out here. He should be off the line. He's on top of the numbers, off the line. We have our Y on the line of scrimmage. Our H is to the right in the slot off the line. Z is out to the right. Should be on top of the numbers on the line. So normally this is probably how you would look to run power because Y is going to kick out and everything else. Here, you can still run power read to help influence the end, especially if you want to get up the field because when you add the Y, you're adding an extra gap to run. So... Right now, we're going to do power read left this time. I, I am very guilty of drawing things to the right. I don't know why I do it. I hope I'm not the only one that does it. I'm very guilty of always going to the right. So right now, this could be like pro left. If your power read is your 20, so it would be like pro left 23. This is power read left. Or if you want to go pro left um, 27, that tells you it's power read right. So I'm going to draw the line real quick. Left tackle is gap down backer. So right now he's probably going to gallop. If I could draw the gallop, he's going to probably get to this three tech. So right now I've got a, I got um, head up the tight ends. So that'd be for me like a six. To some people that would be something completely different. So for me that'd be a six. And I've got a three tech, a one tech, and a five tech with two linebackers. This um, outside safety's down a little bit because we're in the pro set. We have another outside linebacker. Outside splitting the difference between the right tackle and the H. So my left tackle is going to down block. Left guard is head up, gap down backer. If he has to chip here for this three tech, he can. If not, he's going to go to the opposite backer. Center is head up to first threat away. He's going to get this one tech. The right guard is going to skip pull. Now with this, with this down block, it may hit B gap. That's okay. It's going to should hit A gap or B gap to get to there. Right tackle is going to step and hinge. All the same. All the same. Um, now, the Y. He's normally trying to get inside of the end and kick out. Or if you have another running back in the backfield, if you want 21 personnel, or if you're running quarterback power, um, he's trying to scoop and kick out, or he's trying to go inside for a backer. Well, since we're running power read, if we think we can get more running lane on the inside, we're going to probably have this guy arc release. So he needs to go outside the end and find first threat, because normally they'll bring a guy down, you have a hand down tight end. So for us, he's going to arc release. And he's going to aim for that outside backer or that, you know, hybrid safety, who, however you name them. That's his first threat that he's trying to block. X is going to go block the first threat out here as well. So now quarterback still has the same read. We're going to mesh with the running back. He's going to sit down. Um, however you want to teach, you want to take some steps, sink his hips down, shuffle, plant, and go. That's fine. Same read. If this end goes out with the tight end, because ends are taught. If your guy down blocks, bite the bell. If he arc releases, sometimes they step with him. So if he comes outside, we're going to keep the ball and run behind the guard and the rest of the line running power. 
if they're like, hey, he doesn't block you, you got to come up here, um, like crashing on the inside because everything else is down blocking. If he crashes inside, he's going um, to hand it off to the running back. Now we've got our tight end out here blocking and the corner or our wide receiver out here blocking as well. And again, you can have everybody block. You can have some type of RPO, whatever you want. We'll get to RPO stuff later. But that occupies them a little bit or you can have them block. So you just switched formations. You've been running power with this type of formation for a while. Now you get to run power read. And the reason why this works is because you can take that end with you, open up inside for the quarterback. If you've got a good running quarterback to go up to the inside, if you've got a good blocker when he arc releases, you can hand it off to the running back. And now it's just if those two can do their job, that running back may be able to score, get a big run, and this um, free safety is going to have to be the one to go get him. So you've just now run power read in a 10 personnel and you've run power read out of your pro set with your Y on the line of scrimmage, and it looks completely different to the, to the defense, or you're making them think about it now, but you've changed nothing for your players. We are still staying stupid simple. You can still run this, even with uh, 20 personnel. So you got your two running backs. The H is now in the backfield, and we have our T still. You can still run power read in this look. So right here, we have a 20 personnel. On the left, we have our X receiver off the line, Y on the line. To the right is our Z. He's by himself to the right, and HST is in the backfield. So if we call 27 or whatever you want to call it, we're going power read left, we can still do this. I'm not going to go bother you guys with the, the rules. Up front, we're exactly the same. Nothing changed for the lineman. Everything's the same. Read for the quarterbacks to be the same. So now our Y is blocking first threat. Our X is blocking first threat. So the H-back now, this is kind of taking place of motioning anybody. This is just a quick air. So now the H-back, he's going to go block, kind of like how he motioned before out of a two-by-two two, where the running back was the one um, going up to block somebody. And this could influence the end, too. It could influence the linebacker, all that stuff. Reed stays the same. Quarterback's going to sink down. Read that end, exact same read. Hand off to the running back if that guy crashes in. If he comes flying, he's going to keep it and run the power. But it really it works really nice because if they keep crashing in, crashing in, hand off to your running back. Now he's got three blockers out there for him. So again, we went into a different formation, ran the exact same power replay that we just did, and we have just made it look completely different to them because we have different guys doing things. And of course, RPO. You can go out. You can hitch. You can run a slant, whatever you want to do to make him busy and probably to open something up because you keep running, keep running, keep running, bang, we can do that. So we are still staying my MO, which is stupid simple. I'm stupid, you guys aren't. So I'm stupid and I'm simple. We have just run the same play out of all these different formations and nothing changed up front, but we are making the defense think because we're doing other plays out of it from inside zone, regular power, anything else. This is a way that we can still keep running power read and being stupid simple. There you go, coaches. That's how, for me and the programs I've been around, how to be simple to run power read. You can do it out of 10 personnel, 11 personnel. I didn't draw it up. You can do it out of even 12 personnel if you keep to the same simple blocking rules. And this is against an even man front, but if you can do it out of those personnels, that you're running power very successfully and they're crashing in and doing different things, this can help you get to the outside and not install anything new, and you're keeping everything simple for your players, 
and you can do it out of different formations so that to the defense, it looks completely different. They are thinking different things to help us be simple and help us to continue to move the ball and get the ball in the hands of our athletes, whether it's your H-back, your running back, if your quarterback's a good runner, you can motion even your wide receivers to do it, however you line up your formations. It's universal. Okay, it's universal. It can be done out of anything that you do, even under center. It's a little bit more difficult, but in spread terms, you're in shotgun. This works beautifully. So I hope younger coaches get something out of it. If some of you experienced coaches got something out of it, fantastic. I'm doing this for you. Whatever stupid knowledge, simple knowledge I have up here in my noggin, I want to give back to you guys. So, again, I appreciate everybody watching. Please like, subscribe, share out on the channel. If you want to be on the show, let me know. You got constructive criticism, let me know. You can also find all this in the blog version at thecoachsteveshow.blogspot.com. I will be putting all these in blog form in different plays. Got some big things in the work, not big things, different things I want to do in the works. I'm looking for advice. That stuff will be coming out way on down the road. But again, thank you guys so much for watching the Coach Steve Show, and I'll see you guys next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.